1: 2015, 2015 Tour, Tour of Tour Sufferlandria. Sufferlandria. Welcome back to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, special edition, we're calling this the official race Bible of the Tour of Sufferlandria 2015. We are continuing our series, stage four, stage four, nine hammers. Oh, I haven't done this one yet, and I bring that out in the podcast, and I don't know if I'm feeling good after the entire process, but the great Sir Jared McClintock is in the studio. Well, he's technically in Montreal, but the whole world is a studio, isn't it? To come on and talk to us about Nine Hammers. Interesting perspective from Sir Jared. Um, We find out a little bit about the business practices behind what is probably some sort of a violation of some sort of a code in a global realm and and we we're going to get to the bottom of that one. So without further ado, Sir Jared McClintock, Nine Hammers, Stage 4, Tour of Sufferlandria. Okay, everybody, Stage 4, Tuesday the 27th is Nine Hammers. That's fairly new to many of our repertoire out there. For me, Personally, I haven't even done the darn video yet. I haven't even purchased the darn video yet. So hopefully, we'll get some expertise on, and uh, that is definitely going to be in the form of one of our other nights, Sir Jared McClintock. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what uh, the Sufferfest site has to say about it. They have, that they have. Oh, it just says they removed the descriptive content as it violates ethical human treatment standards, but you're going to have to do the stage anyway, so... Wow, we got a lot of pressure on Sir Jared. Sir Jared, welcome aboard.
0: Hey, happy to be here.
1: Hey, thanks, man. Um, We've been trying to, you know, like I said throughout these shows, it's been tough getting everybody on, but it seems like everything's kind of fallen into place, and um, it's great to have you here. Thanks, man.
0: No worries. Well, no worries.
1: before we get into the video and stuff like that, I'm just kind of trying to find out a background because all the nights that I've interviewed all seem to have come. You know, I thought it would have been a straight yes. I've been cycling all my life. I've I'm passionate about it, and I've I've had some that have come from I just started a month ago and I did it on a bet <laughs> to to all kinds of stuff. So, your turn. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you came to all this.
0: Well, uh, I'm Canadian. A <laughs> so, uh, I was born with hockey skates on my feet, um, played that for as long as I can remember. And then, um, a bit of rugby as well in high school. Oh man. Um, and then just got injured just, you know, kind of as you do, you just concussion here, knee injury, there, separated shoulder, um, broken rib. <laughs> so I decided uh, that was all too violent for me. And then, uh, a couple of my friends, Bought racing bikes, and I just wanted to be to be faster than them, so I, I bought one too. <laughs> um, <laughs> then it, that's kind of how it started. That was probably ten years ago, nine years ago now. Um, bought a cyclocross bike, and then uh, kind of the biggest thing I've done on a bike would be uh, I did a trip from Vancouver to uh, the Mexican border uh, over 38 oh. days on the Pacific Coast Highway. So did some cycle touring uh, self-supported, you know, in the camping, uh, in the tent every night. And oh, wow. yeah. So what, then, uh, was kinda, that, you know, was that passion. trip
1: solo? Sorry to interrupt. Was that trip solo?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, going to go with a friend and then, uh, that fell through and I'd already bought the tickets. So that was, that was a solo trip, but it's such a popular route that you meet so many interesting people along the way and you all, you have something in common with them straight away.
1: That's awesome. So people I ended Germany I, I, and
0: France and United States, Canada, people traveling with their kids. Someone there was this couple, they had four kids and they were hauling them on on the on the back of the bike doing doing a trip around the world apparently. So Oh god. Yeah. That's a that's
1: for at heart. Yeah, it sounds wonderful, except for the kid. You know, I could just imagine yeah, the kid going, the you know, world. my friends yeah. are playing video games and I'm sitting in the back of a bike for this entire time. <laughs> Not fair. Exactly. So um so you you that's a that's a heck of an accomplishment. Um in the 10 years any other any other are you are you racing or do you have a racing background or is it just kind of you're, yeah. you're
0: in- uh, I started racing when I when I moved to Melbourne which was at the tail end of the of that cycling trip that I did. Um, I was only going to be there for a couple months but it's been 3 years now that I've been in Melbourne so um there's a great scene in Melbourne there's great racing. Um, you know, something every weekend with the crits or road races or, uh, track, there's a track about 10 minutes from my house. It's the, it's a world-class, uh, international sports center. So it's, uh, it's kind of opened my eyes when I got down to Melbourne. Um, you know, how how well supported it could be and uh, I can count myself pretty lucky being down and the weather's pretty good year round. So, um, you know, race, uh, you know, relatively Competitively now, I like again. Still like being faster than my friends, though. That's always the biggest thing. <laughs> just,
1: it's kind of like when you're being chased by a bear; just don't be last.
0: Or, or that you know that pesky T-Rex and uh, revolver. Yeah,
1: yeah. There we go. Yeah, see, you keep pulling it back into the real subject matter, and I, oh, I yeah, like that. Yeah. We yeah. got to keep it focused. You're yeah. on task. So, where did uh, uh, Sufferfest come into all this?
0: Uh Just over a year ago, my wife said, "Oh, hey, you might you might like." this cuz i'd bought a trainer but i didn't use it cuz i'd hop on and go what am i what am i doing it was it was very aimless i the idea that i had was you get on and you just kind of turn your legs and 30 minutes later you either you know yeah. just get bored and you hop off or you you just keep going but yeah so I, my wife introduced it to me and i've been, i've been hooked ever since and definitely started seeing results and Definitely started uh, climbing faster and feeling more confident on the bike, so I kept at it. And then I saw an ad on Twitter for a job, and I was like, yeah, I I, I would love to do that. I would love to be a part of that. So I applied, and uh, here we are.
1: Okay, so the cat's out of the bag. What's the job?
0: What's the job? So I am the senior minister um, in in Sufferlandrian service. There we go. Uh, if 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 you have a problem with your videos, the Minions at the Supperfest is where you need to come to because I will I will be there twenty four seven to help you out if I'm not on a trainer or sleeping.
1: <laughs> well, both can be easily st- stopped, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, um, and ha- and that's been a year ago. Or how long have you been doing uh, no, that? So
0: that's only been uh, been at the Supperfest as of October 13th. So oh. just a few months now.
1: Oh, wow. So, okay. So you haven't truly had your spirit broken or anything
0: yet? No, no, no crushed soul or, or broken spirit yet. In fact, uh, contractually was obliged to do my knighthood within the first 90 days. So I, t- I ticked that off with, uh, you know, with a smile on my face. Uh, thanks for that, Sir David. <laughs> what a- the labor laws are pretty loose down in Sufferlandia so um, you know we can get away with a few uh, a few weird contractual obligations but I was happy to do it. Now I'm now I'm a sir and I have a few cool stickers to prove it. So
1: See, there we go. It's this is this is a special episode of this series. We get to pull back the curtain and see what things are truly like, you know. And we we imagine, you know, you're sitting on a cold stone in some sort of, you know, just ragged clothing, just, you know, smashing away at something just I mean, McQuillan just comes in and tells you to break rocks just because he's pissed <laughs> off. But no, it's actually quite an enjoyable environment, but the knighthood having to be a ninety day requirement, um, so you were just basically thrown into the lion's den here.
0: Yeah, deep end or bust is the you know there's the way we we like to do things. It's an all or nothing kind of kind of <laughs> kind of ex, kind of experience. So, yeah, uh, but I was hired based on you know my my ability to help others suffer, and I wanted to to prove that I could also uh, talk the talk if I was going to walk the walk. All right, you or, know or, or, or Walk, you know, yeah. Walk the walk, talk yeah. the talk.
1: Yeah. Well, th- this is this is interesting because as as I don't know about you, but in my situation, insurance doesn't kick in until ninety days for a new job. So I guess this was kind of a default. You know, if if knighthood went horribly awry, you weren't on the bill for the insurance plan. So I actually yeah. see yeah. McQuillan's concept and why he did this to you. He
0: um, is a you know Grunter. Grunter is an evil genius. Uh, absolutely.
1: Um so tell us a little bit about your knighthood. What was that attempt like? Did, were you were you was it solo? Were you in public? Was it a, a painful? <laughs> was it traumatic?
0: Oh, there was a lot of trauma. Um mostly due to poor chamois sh- choices. Oh. Um yeah, so you know, you know, a message to all you kids out there <laughs> is uh you know, g- Prepare with a with a good quality chamois because uh, you'll regret it ten hours later if you don't. Oh God! Oh, um, yeah. So it all started uh, one you know one Friday afternoon. I uh, I had maybe maybe one or two fermented Sufferlandrian beverages, <laughs> and uh, I started talking a bit of trash on on Facebook on the uh, knighthood planning quest uh, Facebook group, and I said, oh. You know uh, that's a great list, but where's uh, where's Blender and uh, is you know it's it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Hold up. of two of our longest videos so um, and uh, you know being who I who I who I was I, I got a lot of flack for it and I kind of uh, agreed that I would in fact do those both of them in my nighthood so oh. the, the nighthood ended up being over 12 12 hours on the bike <laughs> I uh, I started at 5:30 in the morning I I slept in the at at, at uh, headquarters the night before in a sleeping bag on the on the ground <laughs> uh, um, got up at four forty-five or, 4, or five o'clock, and then uh, had a bowl of cereal, and then just got to it with uh, with his legit and uh, blender straight away.
1: Oh, the, the first two,
0: first two, and and, oh. and in fact, um, I did a I did a fundraiser for uh, Amy Gillett Foundation, which is uh, just real quickly. It's a it's a kind of governing, uh sorry, a lobbying body uh, in in. Australia that uh, just kind of helps raise awareness about road safety for motorists and cyclists carrying the road, um, keeping everyone safe out there. Um, So I I was able to raise about $800 for that. And and the the commitment I I made was if you donated, you got to choose a video.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Whoever donated the most got to choose the order of the videos. So (laughs) Andrew Keith uh, generously uh chose those videos for me and and the order sorry he chose the order for me and um yeah we got the 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 long ones out of the way so uh, you know by by 10:30 i just only i only had eight eight videos left oh god oh god <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a solo attempt i had a bunch of friends drop in uh grunter was there uh dame kate McQuillan was there um, so I was well supported, uh, even a few guys from, from our co-working space at the office, uh guy who hasn't ridden a bike since he was a kid, he hopped onto a trainer next to and, and suffered through local hero. So,
1: Oh God. So you yeah. even, so you included local hero you didn't do anything short on this.
0: No, there was no, uh, cutting corners, local hero, hell hath no fury. Uh, these were all part of the part of the equation 12 and a half hours i think oh man oh my god well
1: you're a far better man than i already at least I didn't your... do it on rollers yeah. at least i didn't
0: do it on rollers
1: no okay okay <laughs> we'll get we'll 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 take that
0: out of the the yeah, equation yeah there, you so. know there's there are harder people out there like i, I believe his name is uh sir dave triska so yeah. he deserves a bit of credit for doing that
1: absolutely dave is on one of our episodes here during this series uh dave's uh cover stage 2 we just had him on
0: so uh awesome. yeah
1: okay now um how many how many tours have you completed
0: i am a uh tour newbie
1: oh okay yeah, so
0: i'm i'm going to uh, experience it for the first time like a lot of our sufferlandrians i think i'm going to uh yeah i'm going to i'm going to struggle i'm going to struggle and i'm doing it on my sister's exercise bike so uh, oh. it's going to be, a, it's going to be an experience <laughs> that,
1: that could be ugly. I'm okay. I'm just picturing the exercise bike, you know, something with the moving handlebars and the big fan wheel in the front yeah. or something like that. And a saddle that's about the size of a pizza.
0: Well, picture that saddle and then, and then double that size. Oh, yeah. Right. All you right. could land a jumbo jet on it. You bought the large. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. So um your stage 9 Hammers. Um Nine tell Hammers. us tell us about why why 9 Hammers is the one that you wanted to come on and talk about. And especially for a guy like me, I have not yet here we are right before the tour. I have not yet purchased 9 Hammers. So I haven't even thought about doing it yet.
0: Yeah, well sometimes you know the the best things we do are just the ones we had no idea what, what to expect. So I don't, I'm not going to give you too much information and, uh, you know, leave, leave a few oh, yeah hidden things out there for you to experience yourself. But, um, nine hammers was the first video that I, um, you know, kind of had the, the privilege of, of kind of seeing from the, from the start. Yeah. Um, when, when David or Sir David, that is when, when Sir David, um, started it he he was basically just a a workout from uh sir neil henderson and Mm -hmm. everyone hates neil and that's that's a fact that's just a fact (laughs) that's Uh,
1: what i'm hearing
0: (laughs) sir david looked at it and he said i don't know if we're going to be able to make this video uh it's too it's just too hard there's no way um there's just no way we were we were pretty we were pretty taken aback by uh by how hard it was and, and how high the intensity was for such a long period of time. And if you, when you do go through it, you'll, there will be a few moments where you're just thinking to yourself, when is this going to end? Is this ever going to end? And then it does. And then the recovery is just so well balanced that when that, when that next hammer comes, you'll, uh, you'll, uh, just be ready for it. Great.
1: And that wasn't a happy great. That was a very oh crap great.
0: <laughs> okay, it was, there was a gulp. I think I'm not sure if that caught on the microphone, but I could hear the the swallow. Yeah, that
1: yeah. It was it, it was a little of my heartbreaking too. At the same time, yes. Um, and I might have dropped my EPO needle, but other than that, um, so you what kind of advice you now being kind of involved in being a knight, but also being a rookie rider. Um, I've been asking all the knights what kind of advice they have. And do you have anything that you can offer up or things that you might be expecting or something you can say for the, your uh, fellow rookie Tour of Sufferland your rider?
0: Basically, um, yeah, just challenge yourself to, to learn to appreciate the suffering, uh, there's been so many times in my life and with, you know, with recent things, or even just Supperfest videos where I wanted to crawl off the the trainer and, and stop, but then you push through and you kind of learn new things about yourself and what you can do. And, uh, you know, you challenge what you think is possible. And I think, uh, I think that's what this is all about really is just pushing your limits. And, and when you get to that, you know, when you get over that threshold and you and you achieve something you never thought possible, then you can kind of start again and 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 aim for something even more challenging. So, um, we're, you know, it's all about pushing limits and and uh, just challenging yourself to to accomplish something you never thought possible. So uh, just just keep that at, at the uh, forefront of your mind. Just just power power through it.
1: This has been awesome because I'm getting some who've taken that question very literally who said, you know, compression socks and pickle juice after <laughs> each stage. And then we've got something, you know, you're giving us something kind of more of the philosoph- philosophical kind of an approach. You know, it's just, it's in your mind, you got to keep powering through and it's going to make us better when we're all finished up. So th- th- that's what's been so fun about a lot of these. So, um, you know, and then I, I like to kind of, before we, we wrap it up, I what it... Do you do these? I mean, when you're doing these on your own, um, what's your pain cave? What's your situation like? Are you set up in the living room? Do you have big screen projection? Do you, yeah, I don't know, go outside
0: and yeah. line a bed of nails? <laughs> well, uh, I'm set up in uh, in in the garage, so the torture chamber okay. is uh, is the garage or or you know man cave, I oh, yeah. suppose, absolutely uh, at home. Um, get to get to pump the music nice and loud and. I'm I'm on my MacBook, um, so it's a relatively small screen, and I got a trainer road set up to to tell me I should be working harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty stark. You know, there's a few burnt light bulbs and a lot of cobwebs. <laughs> uh, um, you know, deflate the front tire. Yeah. Yeah. Make it you know, make it real real tough on myself.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Either either have the tire too low or too high and something, I don't know about yours, but my trainer usually kind of sits just askew enough to really bug me.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. I've I've always wondered if it's in my head or not, but I've tried to, you know, try to eliminate that thought and focus on the suffering. Yeah.
1: And, you know, when once the inner thigh of your left leg gets worn out from bumping against the top tube, you just, it's all in your head.
0: That's it. Once you get that callus, there's no callus on top of the callus. So, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. so Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, pushed through. yeah, it's badge of honor. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, and so you're going to be the entire tour you're going to be doing on, on your sister's
0: station. That's right. So the, 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 the pain cave in exile, I suppose I'll call it, um, <laughs> Gulag. In, the basement, in the basement of her, of her home. I'm, I'm in Montreal right now. Um, and she's got a newborn son, so there might be some crying baby in the background as well. Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So, and, and you could pretend you could blame it on the child when you're halfway through and you're realizing that you're doing this on a stationary trainer. So you could cry, hopefully within the same tone as the kid.
0: That's it. I'll try to hit those high-pitched uh, squeals. Brilliant. Well, um,
1: f- Before I wrap up, I want to say thanks, man, for coming on and thanks for getting this all dialed in. Um, And as I said, it's always nice to kind of hear from somebody, quote unquote, on the inside. So I do want to get your official statement saying that if your name does come up in a prize drawing, because you're within the organization, you're going to donate it directly to me, right?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. was that? Yeah, well, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, I was definitely going back into the prize pool if I do get pulled out. But uh, oh. yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Well, we'll you talk. heard it here first,
1: folks. Um, and I'm going to edit that response out. And I'm going to take a yes that you said earlier in the podcast <laughs> and put it there. <laughs> so yes. <everybody>, there, there. <laughs> Dang it, I was talking during it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, sir, Jared, thank you once again for being a part of this and, um, well boy, here we go. I guess nine hammers is the video. Um, if you haven't done it yet, as I have, I guess we're all just going to realize just and appreciate the beauty that is Tuesday, the 27th of January. Hold on everybody. Thank you, sir, for coming on once again.
0: It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. See what
1: I tell you. Something's going on in the business practices. I think we should pull some files or get some friends to do something or maybe the Koreans will help us wiretap into the studios at the Sufferfest because I I don't know. Forcing somebody to do knighthood 90 days into your contract, we got to get on that. Stage four is going to be completed. Nine hammers will be hammered. We'll catch you on another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bolger. See you soon.